0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pennick, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. You can start by entering the room of the three gargoyles. Push in the tongue, climb the stairs to the shrine of the Silver Monkey. This is Legends of the Hidden
1: Nerd Overload. I'm Olmec the big talking head man i'm cody and i'm one of the blue barracudas i'm josh i'm a silver monkey
2: i'm samantha No, i'm a temple guard <laughs> watch out i'll get you
1: oh good boy i thought man if i was doing that temple run the temple guards would i would just pee my pants
0: <laughs> just immediately yeah i would yeah. be just
1: so terrified oh
0: yeah no they you could see the terror in the children's faces oh, on yeah. the old show When they would would jump out. Oh, yeah.
1: And also, when I was that age, I couldn't do a haunted house without crying. But that's (laughs) neither here nor there. This is time for Nerd Overload.
0: Nerd Overload, your favorite popping geek culture show. (laughs) We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Yes, let's do a check it out segment this episode. Let's do a check it out.
3: (laughs) Who has a check it out? I went to the Ohio State Fair.
1: Yeah, how was it? I have never been to the Ohio State Fair before. Really? Yep. I hope your hopes weren't too high. Your your expectations weren't too high.
3: It was a state fair, yeah, but it was a very large state (laughs) fair. Oh, Oh, yeah. I got got lost. (laughs) Like, trying to, like, get my way back out to the car, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize there wasn't just a front gate. There were multiple gates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal.
1: It's easy to lose your car in that parking lot. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs)
3: I had to park by the crew stadium.
0: That's what I usually end up doing.
1: Maffrey.
3: Yeah, Yeah, Maffrey Stadium or whatever. Yeah
1: not good enough for the crew apparently but
3: (laughs) no it was it wasn't bad i mean it was very hot very sunny sure As soon as i walked in there was somebody dressed as an astronaut like in a very convincing astronaut costume yeah like a modern astronaut Mm -hmm. i was like oh man that must be horribly hot and
1: then they they (laughs) collapsed onto the
3: pavement (laughs) (laughs) their ghost Uh. went to space (laughs) uh it wasn't bad
0: I ate food. Well, that is usually the thing. Did you get
3: any of the weird food? Yeah. What was the grossest thing you ate? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just ate ice cream. Really. Um, Aww, you
1: you know got fun. yeah. You got to get the fried cheese. The fried, cheese. The fried delicious.
3: cheese. Deep fried Oreos. I've had deep fried Oreos chocolate before. Covered I'm not bacon. Yeah, the chocolate covered bacon is, covered bacon is, really, is really good. good. Yeah. Uh, I saw this really weird like cowboy competition.
0: Dipped in, <laughs> <laughs> cowboy dipped in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the deep fried deep chocolate fried covered
1: d- cowboy. <laughs> <laughs
3: yeah. It was the, called The Duke.
1: It, the Fairtime classic.
3: <laughs> but no, it was like this horse riding competition they think they do, but they also shoot guns off a horseback and destroy balloons. <laughs> Just right into the crowd? I think they're because my, my camera actually got some of the like the shots right when the gun fired. Oh, cool. Yeah. And
1: it saved your life.
3: <laughs> but it uh it, it seemed like it was probably like maybe low caliber blanks or something. It was probably. enough to pop a balloon, but not enough to like for a round. Oh, to Oh yeah. Go stray. Prob- probably yeah. like
1: airsoft. Maybe. No, no, no
3: there was definitely gunpowder, mm. huh. but no, like they have to like ride this horse, like this obstacle gauntlet or whatever. And also at the same time while they're, they're shooting these balloons. Mm. It was really neat to watch. Yeah, yeah, that sounds, it sounds pretty, pretty rad cool. actually. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the ex the next two shows, but the next two shows. What one was rifles, like lever action style rifles, and okay. then the next one was like shotguns.
1: Oh, nice! Huh.
0: Wow. Uh,
3: right it was on. loud. It was fun. Cool.
1: There's a lot of baby goats. Oh, there's That's so
3: the many, bear. so many baby goats, yeah. and they were voracious for those apple or those carrots you can buy. <laughs> <laughs> they were hungry for those carrots. <laughs>
1: There's a good flea market in there too. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like poking in the flea market.
3: Yeah, I. That's where I got my. Uh, that's where I got my my phone case. Oh, nice! Oh, Very cool. nice. I like it. My laminated <laughs> wood, laser etched octopus. Cool.
1: To the people at home, Josh's phone case is an octopus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the first time I had been to the state fair. I didn't go until you know we were adults. I think I think you guys were 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 there. It was that concert. It was the. Um, Oh, God, what concert was it? It was the Bowling Fursuit concert. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. I went
3: to the the Nintendo Switch summer tour truck.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, how was that? Crowded. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get to play anything that's not out yet?
3: No, everything they had was out. Oh, Uh, lame. They had uh, had Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, Mario Maker 2, Splatoon 2, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. 1 2
0: Switch,
1: oddly enough.
3: No, no. (laughs) No. uh, Overcooked 2?
1: Nintendo likes that one. Yeah, they like pushing that one.
3: I like I liked the first one. I liked the game. Yeah, it was
1: fun. Um, Man, they could have at least had Luigi's Mansion. No, they were demoing it e three it at e three. There's no reason they couldn't have had it there. They didn't. Shame.
3: But one of the one of the like little gimmicks you had was this Nintendo passport they handed to you as you were coming in, and basically you had to play like x amount of games, and they signed off on this thing. And when you got it all filled out, you scanned your code from your My Nintendo account, and you randomly were awarded a I don't know, exclusive swag or whatever.
1: Oh, that's cool. It's like that stamp rally at that Pokemon event we went to. Oh, yeah. What Pokemon was that? It was a couple generations ago. I had
2: one with Oshawa
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's some mall in Northeast Ohio had a, a Pokemon event where you got to play the game, and then you had to find all these stamp stations in the mall, and they'd stamp your card. And once you had them all, you got a random swag oh the... you
2: got the a wheel and i want a stuffed oshawa yeah nice <laughs> excellent <laughs>
3: yeah this thing was like this this it was a program that just randomly like selected a thing mm-hmm. and i got a hat and apparently the hat is what everybody want what everybody wanted
1: oh nice. cool the smash brothers hat
3: yep it's a black it's a black hat with a mesh back on it says so super smash brothers on the front excellent <laughs> beyond that i got a little sunburnt. i saw some stuff Went through this really interesting uh in one of the or, ind- uh, indoor areas where they were showing showcasing uh, how technology can aid in agriculture. Oh, okay, yeah. Like using uh like drones to mm-hmm. do things, uh check crops, things like that. Nice. There's one I I never really thought about it before, but it was like the differences in machinery locomotion, I guess, and mm-hmm. how it affects the soil. Sure, yeah versus like wheels versus treads. Mm-hmm. And apparently, treads are better for soil because it doesn't impact the ground right, as well. Right, I was
0: going to say it probably um, stretches the uh, uh, distributes the weight of yes. the of the machine uh, over, so it doesn't push down as far. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah, create yeah. like ruts in the ground. Yeah, but they
3: Makes had sense. all these like robots and stuff, like just doing these different experiments and stuff. I'm like, that is really neat, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, did you see the butter cow? <gasps> I saw some of the butter statues.
1: Oh, but you gotta but see the cow. You gotta see the butter cow. Oh, you blew it! You got to go you blew back it. now. You I it? Yeah.
3: apparently did. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the ice the 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 dairy place where the ice cream and stuff was was so packed. Oh yeah. Like I mean, it was like it was like elbow to elbow. Like you couldn't. Like, also,
1: it's air conditioned in there, I believe. Yes. <laughs> probably yeah. had a lot
0: to do with it. Well, that's that's in the uh, the rotunda where they do the uh, roller derby right? I think I believe so. Okay, yeah. Mm. Right there in the middle of At least the they
1: did the roller derby there last year. I last... don't know where they did it this year cuz oh. we didn't go to a single oh, nice.
3: one. Same here. Apparently yeah. there was a, a Hank Williams Jr. was there and he oh. did a concert.
0: Nice. They've run a lot of concerts through there. God. Yeah. They haven't least... had
1: any good ones the past couple of years
0: uh, That's
3: a matter of opinion. I mean, I don't care about country music or anything like yeah. that, but
0: Yeah. Like um Last was it Weird to Al them. there like two years ago? Yes. Weird Al's, Weird
1: Al's been there. Was uh, very good show. We saw
0: Weezer there a that few years ago. That was a good ago. show, too. Bowling, bowling for Soup was really good. I saw um, Cheap Trick and Peter Frampton. Peter
1: Frampton was
0: good. That was really good. Actually, uh, that's the same thing I could check out. I could say I checked out. I went to uh, Peter Frampton. Uh, Farewell Tour is going on. He uh, he's, uh, has a form of, I think it's MS or something like that, where within the next two years, he's going to lose had the motor skills to play guitar. Oh, man. And it's a shame. So he's doing one big, huge farewell tour. So uh, my dad and I went down to Riverbend, down in Cincinnati, and saw it live. And sound fun. A fantastic concert. Oh, my God. Probably one of the best concerts I've been to. Super, super good. Did he show you the way? He did show me the way. <laughs> yes.
1: Did he come alive?
0: Did Frampton <laughs> come alive? He said... I want to thank you with the robot voice. He did it. <laughs> he did the thing. He actually played uh, my favorite cover of uh, that he does. He does a bunch of covers as well as regular songs. He played Black Hole Sun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, won't you is, come? Yeah. A fan, Just a fantastic concert. But anyway. No, that's I fine. Kinda, that was the end of my thing. Oh, that was? Okay. Well, uh, I could talk about one quick thing because I know... Cody you and Samantha uh, did a bunch of stuff yeah we got a pilot yeah so let me just do this one real quick so online uh there is a YouTube channel called Defunct Land. they usually do these mini documentaries about old
1: mostly theme parks theme parks or theme
0: park rides uh sometimes they do television series that sort of thing where they talk about they kind of do a deep dive of you know certain topics or whatever and uh for the last what month and a half maybe you're gonna talk about the very good I'm yeah, Jim Henson I'm, documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk did. about the really excellent Jim Henson documentary. The uh, the guy did a six part a retrospective of Jim Henson from the very beginning in Washington when he was working on the show Sam and Friends all the way up until the very end, hmm. including his funeral. The last episode was incredibly hmm. sad. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you finally watch it? Yeah,
1: I watched it. Yeah. It's, it's tough.
0: It's tough to get through that. Yeah. That last one. But I did not realize, I mean, I always knew he had, uh, he was pretty prolific with everything that he had done, but I didn't realize how, just how prolific, like, his career had been, especially in the early days, the pre-Muppet show days. Mm. Like, the Wilkins Coffee commercials, those those, those are pretty, those are pretty wild.
1: It's like some of the earliest, like, funny commercials, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Before then, commercials were always just like, here's why you should use abraxo powder on your knee. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh but no, the, it was really good and I I guess I had also for, kind of forgotten or kind of because we we look at movies like The Dark Crystal and Labyrinth as these big pinnacles of like Star Wars. That sort of thing. Yeah. Like I,
1: I was astounded that Labyrinth didn't do well when it came yeah. out. Yeah. And it yeah, they both of those movies kind of tanked. I had no idea Labyrinth tanked. I thought it was always beloved. Yeah. Uh, so that's wild. I, I always, okay. So in Disney world, they, there was
0: always one Muppet themed thing and it was one of those 3d movie things. And I always, as a kid, I always thought, okay, why is this the only Muppet themed thing of this entire park? And why is it like in a corner of the park where there's like nothing beyond that one thing? Uh, turns out he passed away in the middle of uh, talks of selling, the Muppets to Disney. And that was like a good faith kind of thing that he had developed for them hmm. was that one ride uh, in that ride. There was a 3d character. And I always thought that, oh, that, yeah, that 3d that, character. That, uh, yeah.
1: Waldo C graphic. I yeah. Think that was one. His
0: name. Yeah. And I always thought that that was just a thing that they had developed for that, you know, attraction. It turns out it was on the Jim Henson hour, which was a, a like a Walt Disney presents style mm-hmm. show that he had done yeah. um there, you know, in the early nineties. Just a fantastic documentary. Definitely worth checking out. I don't like the guy who did the documentary too much. I think he uh, is a little deadpan Uh that Kevin uh, Purger. Kevin
1: Purger, yeah. yeah. Perjurer. Purger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a little um you can tell he kinda likes
1: he's kinda up his own
0: butt a little like, bit.
1: The like the way he
0: presents Talks things. And pre-
1: he sounds like a Fox News pundit in a bit. weird way. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't care for him too
0: much, but the information that he gives and the way it's mostly presented in the documentary is fantastic. Plus, he has a th- thing against Michael Eisner, and yeah. it's always funny when Eisner pops up in any of his things.
1: <laughs> and he's way better than that Yesterworld guy. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's It's another channel that does the same thing. And he just tries way too hard to be funny and never hits. Mm. It's like just tell me about the Matterhorn
3: or some crap. Like <laughs> yeah, I right. don't want to hear your dumb jokes. So, um, <laughs> kind of a branch off from your Jim Henson thing. Sure, there is a uh, at Cosi right now. There is like a yes. big Muppet exhibit. Oh, I want to
1: go to that mm. so bad. I would love to go to that.
3: Cosi costs too much to get in. <laughs> I haven't been to CO- I haven't been to the new Cosi since they first opened. It- but yeah, that's the one thing with COSI that I don't, I just, it's
0: supposed to be a learning like center for, you know, accessible like, to all kids. It's like and a everything. science museum. And when they're charging like 40 bucks a, a head to get that in or how whatever. how much
1: it costs to get into COSI?
0: I always thought it was like 35 or 40 I to get remember. in. I don't remember. It's expensive. It's prohibitively expensive.
3: And now they got that like that cosi after dark for like adults and stuff and I'm like oh And that cost way too way we too went much. To too. That,
1: we went to that when they did the miniature G Dex thing and it was pretty cool. I I think I was I there for that one? No.
0: no. No, okay.
3: I remember them talking about it though. Yeah. I always miss like their good exhibits. Like I missed the Titanic exhibit. I missed the Star I, Wars. I miss the Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they had a pirate one that was pretty good too. Yeah. And I missed that one. Do you remember
0: the old Kosai? Oh yeah, the I went a few costume. times to the old Kosai. I love that old Kosai. I Jesus. thought that was great.
1: It's forty bucks to get into Kosai. <laughs> yeah, you were a kid. Yeah,
0: oh. it's you spend a small fortune. <laughs> I mean, think if you have you know a couple of kids and they all you get everybody in there, and then you know they're gonna want to buy stuff. You could drop like a couple hundred bucks just to get into
1: Kosai. That's crazy. It's insane.
3: Probably what was always, most of the times I ever went, it was a school trip. <laughs>
1: They gotta pay for all those new dinosaur bones.
3: They do, yeah.
1: Which I haven't seen those either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, now that I've done ranting like an old man, do you want to talk about the ghost hunt, or do we want to wait till after I've listened to the recordings?
0: So you went on a ghost hunt.
1: We went on a ghost hunt. (laughs) Okay. We went on vacation.
2: Accidental ghost. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We went on vacation in Michigan with my family. We do it every year, and my mom signed us up to go on a ghost tour? tour. Okay. At an old like bar and inn that's on the lake out there. hmm Did I say it was Houghton Lake? We get a Houghton Lake. Oh okay. <laughs> so yeah, so So yeah, we thought it was a tour and they were just gonna walk us around and you know, the
2: hotel like tell scary stories.
1: Sure, yeah. But uh it was a full on like ghost yeah. adventure no, style.
2: <laughs> us slowly realizing <laughs> when she read <laughs> it was two and a half to three hours long we're like oh no
1: <laughs> but it was like the real deal they gave us like the little uh, electromagnetic reader thingies oh, wow. and you know we did the the evp recordings where you ask questions to ghosts and hope they respond in your recording <laughs> we ask questions to nothing and get no
2: response sat in the dark with a Couple of weirdos, yeah. <laughs> oh okay, so we weren't the only ones that showed up, which uh, mm-hmm. that was another thing we were worried about. Would would just be us and the tour guide,
0: just sitting in a dark room by yourselves, yeah, yeah, okay.
2: It, it wasn't for better or for worse,
3: <laughs> well, as long as they're not like screaming like uh, like the ghost hunter guys or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, like, we didn't have any Zach, Zach, dragons, Zach, Vaggins. almost, yeah. yeah. The
2: one, the one guy almost was,
1: <laughs> he was into it, uh. yeah.
3: Oh, there's a temp- temperature fluctuation.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much what it was like. Know. Oh my gosh! Do and-
3: you remember when, uh, when Ghost Hunters used to have like their like all night like the Halloween, Halloween live show?
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, I love that. Oh, yeah. uh. But, uh, I know. But I can I went in there like a little anxious, like, oh, what if we see something? What if there's ghosts? Or what if you know? What if we actually catch something? And then like about twenty minutes to a half hour through, I'm like. I'm just standing in a dark room. <laughs> like if anything it made me believe in ghosts less. <laughs> Cuz uh, we didn't see anything. We didn't even close to see anything. Uh, I ha- I did make recordings when they there was a point of the tour where they actually cut you loose and say, go explore and okay. you know, do your own investigation, which was fun. It was pretty fun. That's cool. Okay. But uh, I haven't listened back to the recordings yet, because I haven't had time, and I'm pretty sure it's just going to be me <laughs> listening to half an hour of my own voice, and that's it. Oh,
0: now <laughs>
3: you know how Sam feels. So, yeah, yeah, I was going to
1: say, it sounds like
0: me
3: editing a show. Yeah. <laughs> and just hearing a lot of dead audio.
1: Yeah. Me going, is there anyone here with us? <sighs> <laughs> and then nothing. Uh. But the people who ran it were very nice. And their, mm-hmm. their property was really interesting, and it had a lot of cool history behind I, it. I was going
0: to say, at least did it, did it have you know, yeah, cool history stuff? Yeah, there was a lot yeah. of,
1: like, apparently it used to be a brothel oh. that <laughs> ran until 1985. Wow, all right.
2: <laughs> and your mom was down there back then, Yeah, it was just hilarious. <laughs> like, it I had no idea.
1: It had huge mob connections.
3: That sounds about right. It's Michigan. Yeah. Nice.
1: Like it was, there was another hotel down the way, and there was apparently a tunnel mm-hmm. from the lake to this hotel to the other hotel where they would run liquor during prohibition. Oh wow! Of course, we didn't—we didn't see any of that because they don't <laughs> let people in the basement.
2: The whole place was kind of run down. They they're, tent- they're obviously trying to get money to fix it up as their goal. Oh, That's mostly yeah. why they're doing it. They said. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Makes thought the sense.
3: rundown was part of the aesthetic of the ghost hunt. No.
2: Oh, no, when I say it's rundown, it's... <laughs>
1: well, you- <Yeah. laughs> well, my mom looked up at the rafters and noticed, oh, there's been a fire here, because it was all just burnout up oh, there. Oh, jeez.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard those those brothels in you know, a hot time. Oh... <laughs> Oh. Do
2: you want to talk about Wolfenstein a bit or anything else? We've
1: we played a little bit of Wolfenstein Youngblood. Okay, yeah. The uh,
3: the newest one. The
1: newest game in the franchise that's a cooperative shooter. Okay. And we've only... Pl- well, we're going to talk about it a little bit on the news maybe. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's a cooperative shooter and we've only played like maybe a little bit of the first level because we're both very bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, after playing it for, like, 20 minutes, it, it dawned on me, oh, yeah, I played all the other Wolfensteins in easy mode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so for folks who don't know what Wolfenstein is, what's the general premise of this, it?
1: Pre- well, it's always been a World World War II first-person shooter, mm-hmm. and it's like the original first-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, but this new franchise that has about three or four games in it is like an alternate history thing where the Nazis won World War Two and now you're fighting the rebellion against them. Mm-hmm. And this one falls into that timeline and you play as the main character from the other games, twin daughters, as they try to find him because he's disappeared somewhere in Nazi-occupied France.
3: Oh, cool. Okay. So does this take place like after New Colossus? Or... Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, it's after they've been born and like however 18 to 20 years after that. Mm. <laughs> And the The trailers from E3, it looked ridiculous. From that, does it still have that kind of? Yeah, I mean, we've only seen mm-hmm. a couple cutscenes, but they're pretty ridiculous. The, yeah,
2: they're just a couple of nerds. Yeah,
1: the two, the twins, are a couple of like dorks. They they spout like killer a- dorks. What? Killer dorks. Killer dorks. Well, they're not good at it yet either. The, both of them have never killed a Nazi before. Uh. and the like the very first guy that gets they kill. They just, like, the one, like, immediately throws up.
3: Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> but she's happy about it. Yeah, she's, she's like, like... Woo!
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Didn't they recently just release, like, a VR game for...
1: Yeah, they did. The uh, Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, but I have not played it, and I've also not heard
3: good things. Yeah, you control one of, like, the robot dog monster things.
1: Yeah. Hmm. They said They've said it's It's neat, but it's too short and too shallow, so it's every VR game ever made. Mm. Sounds like it. Except for Resident (laughs) Evil. (laughs) But the gameplay feels like it feels like the other Wolfenstein. This is really solid shooting. Cool. Um, you have shared lives with the other person playing.
3: Oh, Ooh. interesting. Yeah, so that really makes the that really puts the co op and co op. Yeah,
1: but you can resurrect each other. It's only if you both die. Mm. Oh, you lose okay. a life. Gotcha. Oh, that's so, a little easier. So it's not ruthless, but you know, don't both die. <laughs>
3: Not like the Ninja Turtles, where like you're fighting over pizza slices. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> almost like
0: the new Mario Brothers games, where like if you're playing co-op and one dies, the they float in on a bubble and you can pop it and them, right. Yeah, kind kind of like that. God, what game
3: did I recently play that was kind of like that? Oh, Cuphead, kind of. Yeah, Cuphead had a had a thing uh, system for that. Sure. Yeah.
1: Hey, this is not related to anything, but wouldn't it be cool if they put Cuphead in Smash and he was like he was like. Mr. Game & Watch. That would be really cool. Like, you'd be flat and animated good? <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be awesome.
3: You know, it's
0: it's a possibility. Especially with Cuphead
3: coming to Switch, yeah. or is on Switch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That was just something I was thinking about the other day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that actually,
0: that would actually fit. I mean, they do need to come up with at least two more, and it would
3: fulfill, like, the idea of a Western game.
1: Western indie game. Mm-hmm. I Which... mean...
3: Shovel Knight is referenced, but he's not necessarily a playable character yeah. or anything. I think if they would have held off putting Shovel Knight as a uh
0: assist trophy in the base game, he would have been a DLC fighter in the in these DLC packs. Yeah, the new ones.
1: Yeah. I think the the assist trophy was the right move, yeah. though. Because sure he could dig the holes, mm-hmm. but like other than that, he would kind of be a sword. He would be a Boy. sword guy,
0: but he would have all of his other weapons from like the anchor. Yeah, uh, the anchor know. and the the fist and the the flying dagger thing. The infinidagger.
3: Yeah. The infinidagger. Infinidagger. <laughs> Game Grumps has ruined mm-hmm. that for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> I don't I just I don't know. I love Shovel Knight, but I think there Oh, it was the right choice. Yeah. I'm just saying if if he wasn't in it, oh, yeah, initially, it would work really well. He
3: would he would have been a DLC character. You're just saying that because he you saved your butt earlier.
1: He did. <laughs> <laughs> So the new Fire Emblem came out, Fire Emblem the Three Houses. Mm-hmm. It's the latest game in the franchise on the Switch. It's, it's a turn-based strategy RPG, just like all the other Fire Emblems. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot like the phone game that you can try for free. But it has this layer of like scheduling and time management and teaching a class of students on top of it that is very cool and very fun. It kind of feels like a Persona type thing. I was
0: just going to say, I've heard I've heard comparisons that it's more Persona-esque. It's like a Persona uh, strategy RPG yeah. at this point.
1: Where, where you're picking what to do at what times mm-hmm. on your calendar, so you bring up certain stats on certain characters. Yeah. So it's kind of like they stuck a visual novel in there with some time management and on top of these turn-based, grid-based strategy battles that are a lot of fun.
0: Mm-hmm. So which house did you pick?
1: Oh, the red one, uh, Edelgard's, the one with the the white-haired girl. Okay, because it had the most mages.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, so the houses are kind of like the Hogwarts houses, but no Slytherin, right? It's yeah. It's ki-
1: kind kind of kind, and they're they're not as like thematic. They're just like they're just from like different places in the world, right? They can switch. Oh yeah, you can you can snipe people from other houses. If oh, you, that's kind of cool. If you see a character that's in another house and you want them on your team, you can convince them to switch houses. Okay, cool. Uh, the, and the characters are all really fun, and I've I've really liked them so far. Mm-hmm. They on the surface they all kind of seem tropey, like anime tropes. But the more you get to know them, the more you learn their backstory. So there's
0: a little bit of layers to the to the characters. Yeah, ah, right
1: on, right on. Very cool. It's, it's really great. I would super recommend it if you've got a switch. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get
0: into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things, things that inspire us teach us, challenge us, things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci, they all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd now.
2: Honey, grinning like a just can cat I focus on the pleasure, something I can treasure Can you picture that? Can you picture that? Oh, yeah! Hoo-ha. Hey, Floyd, take a verse
1: Let me take your picture, add it to the mixture There it is, I got you now Really nothing to it, anyone can do it It's easy and we all know how
3: changing mental rearranging nothing's really where it's at Daddy Apple Tower is holding up a flower I gave it to a Texas cat fact is there's nothing out there you can't do
1: yeah even Santa Claus
0: we're back that was can you picture that from dr teeth and the electric
1: mayhem because muppets the muppet movie the 30th anniversary was actually a couple days ago that movie that's totally right one of my all-time favorite movies of all time
0: yeah
3: yeah but you haven't really seen that many so (laughs) (laughs) i've seen most of the muppet related ones (laughs) okay all right have you seen the
0: great muppet caper No, (laughs) because that's the one that no one has seen. And that's that's like one of my favorite. No, I have not.
1: That's the one I haven't seen because I have seen the Muppets take Manhattan. I've seen Muppets from space. I've seen Treasure Island. I've seen Christmas Carol.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Great Muppet Caper is one of the earliest situations where I, I watched a movie where the actors broke the fourth wall and talked to the audience because they like the opening credits. It's Kermit and Fozzie and Gonzo all like in a hot air balloon saying okay well in this movie we're going to be playing uh investigative journalists so just (laughs) go with us it's cool it's a it's a movie within a movie (laughs) so they broke the fourth wall and talked to the audience and stuff like that i I really enjoy it plus charles groden is the jewel thief (laughs) and he's pretty great in it
1: anyway let's go ahead and get into some news cody what do you want to talk about first well we talked about wolfenstein a little bit during the check it out and there's been some recent controversy about the microtransactions in the game oh okay um a lot of people are mad because they exist (laughs) but they're only for cosmetic stuff like skins for your power armor or skins for all the guns right oh yeah i don't see what the big deal is yeah
0: you know it's not like
3: it affects gameplay yeah
1: right i i can understand that now For
0: folks who don't know, microtransactions are little extra things you can buy. Like a lot of times DLC can be considered, you know, microtransactions or like. Or like every phone game ever made where you can throw
1: them a couple bucks to get some gems. That's, yeah, Yeah, exactly. They're called gold bars in uh, Wolfenstein. Okay. You can give them some cash for some gold bars so you can get, you know, a different outfit. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been the type that has gotten upset over microtransactions, because I understand that the, the developers need to make money off of their games so they can make more games.
1: Yeah, and this is not a full-price game, yeah. either. That's what gets That's me the That's the other most. thing. But it's not a $60 game. It's a $30 or $40 game, depending on what version you buy. Right. And like you mentioned, these things that you're
0: buying with the microtransactions don't affect gameplay other than, you know, your character has a new hat. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Malibu so,
1: Stacy with new hat right <laughs> like,
0: so
3: yeah I don't I don't I don't get it
1: it's just a bunch of gamers being liners like, like it's they not like, like the, to do it's not
3: like the, like the Star Wars Battlefront 2 thing where they actually locked like progression behind paywall yeah. yeah
1: yeah you can't pay to be better at the game mm-hmm. and you know what I think
0: eventually within the next uh five to ten years I really think that the argument against microtransactions is going to go away because the majority of game players are still from the generation where all of our games were on cartridges and you couldn't buy DLC or things like that. As we progress and more generations are just, you know, introduced to games and that microtransactions are just a normal part of the game
1: yeah well, and a lot cycle of kids just play phone games and those yeah. are
0: just chock full of them oh yeah they're chock a block with them yeah uh so yeah i don't i don't see this argument being having two legs for much longer but uh yeah i guess it's a little frustrating i guess
3: but it really I, depends on where various local governments go with their
0: that is the other thing yeah legislation yeah. with it Mm-hmm.
1: I think this would be totally in the clear legal wise. I think not,
3: so. I mean, yeah, that, that was more about loot crates. Yeah,
1: you're not buying. Yeah, you're not buying a random box that has that might give you a skin you already have.
0: <laughs> right. Because that's that's almost considered gambling. What well, is considered gambling by some? Yeah. You know, countries.
1: Um, I mean, if the, if it was a sixty dollar game, I think this would be an issue. If it affected gameplay, I think it would be an issue. Yeah. It's already a pretty good value. The forty dollar version comes with a $10 buddy pass that lets you play the full game with any other player who's just downloaded the demo.
3: Oh, cool. So oh, I think you, I, yeah, I read about that. Yeah,
1: so you don't have to buy two copies of the game if you want to play it with a friend. You just need the one with the buddy pass. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, so you I want to I don't play think some <laughs> Yeah. So I don't think anybody's getting screwed here. Yeah. Now maybe if the game isn't that great, I don't know, we haven't played it that long, but it seems like it's yeah, worth 40 solid. bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's go
0: ahead and move on to our next thing. Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers. We yeah, go
1: from one video game
0: thing to another. And also, this was this could be considered a microtransaction because we're going to be talking well, yeah. about a DLC. DLC. Character. Yeah. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, we um, talked about a couple of the new characters that are going to be added to smash brothers well the most recent one that it just came out a couple days ago dragon quest uh main character the protagonist hero hero. is what it's called
1: they just call it hero
0: yeah so uh he's out he's uh, we've all had a chance to kind of uh, play test him a little bit uh so what do you guys think
3: i mean he's definitely more than just a standard sword character like a lot of the Fire Emblem characters end up being.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to complain about him being another anime sword man, you're way off base on this one. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, his play is definitely a bit different.
0: Mm -hmm. I like the way he looks. I think they really capture the Akira Toriyama art Art style style. from the original games while also switching it into a a 3D kind of platform. Mm -hmm. The variations on the costume where you actually have different versions of the characters from different games is a nice touch. They did a good...
1: They did a good selection of heroes from the different games. They did? Yeah. They didn't get my most favorite one from five, but they're close enough. And Well, they also (laughs) didn't put Seven in there, but I can understand why they would have had to change
0: the whole model to shrink them down because Seven's protagonist was a little boy.
1: They already put Link in the game. Well, yeah. (laughs) He he looks like young Link. He's just
3: Link. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's that's true. But also when you do the Heroes Final Smash, you do get to see all the heroes from the past Dragon Quest games like in a big group.
0: It's very similar to the Mega Man Smash Final Smash. Oh yeah, yeah, except cooler. Yeah, well, yeah, (laughs) it it does. As
3: much as I do love the Mega Man character, it does look better than the Mega Man Smash.
0: Yeah, you can definitely tell that they put the time and effort into this character. Uh, One of his attacks gives you the choice of pulling up a random move from like a list of like almost twenty different like moves. So he has more uh, attacks than any other character in the game, which is just. He crazy
1: gets, he literally gets a little rpg menu to, that mm-hmm. you choose attacks from
3: but you got to choose it quick or else you're going to get hit yeah
1: cuz you can't move all the menus up. see that's that is
0: the one catch i have with the character i love the character i think he is really well put together and it is absolutely not for me <laughs> <laughs> i've i've played quite a bit with the with him run some online stuff and some against cpu stuff and i just can't get it figured out that that menu throws me off so hard it's really hard to land those moves
1: when you can't fit you can't move (laughs) yeah
0: between that and you know i'm so indecisive when it comes to that sort of thing uh that's why rpgs give you an infinite amount of time basically to make the uh, selections of your magic spells or whatever but having to pick them on the fly i cannot get one of those out before I get hit.
3: I also feel like if you if you're not really versed in the Dragon Quest mythos or the games, mm-hmm. you might not know what a lot of the abilities might do.
1: Yeah, because they do have weird names like K'Frizzle. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> they're not
3: they're not like Final Fantasy where it's like Frigga and f- the fire ones and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: I mean, he has a move called Hatchet Man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean just whoop whoop <laughs> I was just gonna say just slaps on that clown makeup yeah. and just yeah. Fago just fills the screen
0: <laughs> did you hear about the uh, Juggalo makeup it can't be detected by oh facial recognition facial technology. yeah it scrambles
1: yeah. facial recognition yeah, yeah. I wonder so, why who knew that we, that when we
0: hit the dystopic future police state the resistance will be led by those Fago drenched clown <laughs> folks folk <laughs> clown folk yeah <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, Hero—he's—he's he's a lot of fun. I can't wait to—I I am going to make the attempt and try to learn him a little more. But I—he's not going to be your main. He's not going to be your main. No,
3: <laughs> no, definitely not. Man, that—that that legendary spirit board was a bit rough. The
0: yeah, that's the other thing that kind of came with it. There was a whole um update with the game. They—they ch- they made some pretty key uh, changes. Uh, they had added a thirty-two man online tournament style bracket which is a lot of fun. I got to try that out a little bit. That was pretty cool.
3: I should do that and go get my butt kicked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, yeah.
1: Hero got a Dragon Quest-themed stage along with him, and honestly, I'm not too impressed by the stage. They could have done better with
3: it. It, yeah. or, it reminds me a lot of another stage.
0: Like uh, four or five of the other stages. Yeah, yeah. where you're, Actually, like, you're, you're it, just flying around. It looks a lot like the Bayonetta stage, where you're on a floating platform with a bunch of weird stuff flying behind you.
1: At least that one called back to an exact moment in yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. This one is just kind of like you're flying around the map from the latest game and like
0: that's kind of it.
1: There's so many better things they could have did. They could have did a a dungeon or like a little town or Airship. something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nope. I agree. Uh so one of the other things they added is a spectator mode where you can actually watch and um it's not really betting because it's all fake currency or whatever and you don't and your currency never goes down but you can uh people that are playing online matches you can just sit and watch and basically you're just voting to, just
3: see, who, to see who, who, who do you think's gonna win yeah, yeah. And if, you,
1: if you pick right you get some smash money yeah
0: and oh yeah the the uh, dlc smash board so uh smash brothers folks don't know they have these little extra things um, they're like they're called spirits, but they're basically nice glossy JPEGs of a bunch of pictures of things <laughs> yeah. that relate to a bunch of the characters from the different think, games.
1: Think digital stickers.
0: Yeah, essentially. Like
3: basically, any any video game or Nintendo character you can think of probably has. If they're not a playable character in the game, mm-hmm. they're on that board. Yeah.
0: But they're like yeah, like <laughs> or stickers, they're Mike or, Jones. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but they're like stickers or like trading cards that sort of thing. And you a lot of times you have to actually fight. Uh, CPU characters under certain specific you know parameters in order to kind of unlock that card or whatever and the last one the toughest one that is attached to the Dragon Quest character is so incredibly difficult I've been banging my head against a wall on that thing for days and I cannot do it. What is the, the spirit of? It is Hero's Companions, and it is seven things in a stamina battle that pop up like one or two oh, at God. a time. They all have uh, projectiles, and uh, about halfway through, you get a Sheik with a giant laser sword that stretches halfway across the stage, <laughs> and you cannot get close to it, and it drives me insane.
1: But it's a lot like Joker's final one that it was is. a real pain. It is, but Joker's one... I've got that one first try. That one really took me a while to do.
0: Yeah, I was able to get that one first try. Uh, This one. I just cannot get
1: past stamina battles are really tough. They're tough.
3: It basically feels like if you don't have like a spirit companion that doesn't have three slots and just stack it with stamina. Boned.
1: Yeah, it's
0: real tough.
3: Though I was doing it and I forgot it was a stamina fight, and I was like, and I died, and I was like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought they'd pick some kind of Dragon Quest villain like uh, Draco Lord or Hargon or something. So
0: that'd be cool. But I think the problem is because they're trying to be all inclusive with all of the Dragon Quest games in this. If they picked one villain, it would leave out all of the other villains. Yeah. You'd have people say, "Well, why didn't you pick this villain?" I'm just happy we have like slime and Dracky. Yeah. Uh, the slime spirit is upgradable. You can turn it into a King Slime. Nice. And that's pretty great. That Ladies pretty, call me good. King Slime.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> All
0: right. So next up. Um, okay. So we're talking about characters, DLC stuff. Let's talk about Street Fighter for about two seconds. Uh, this weekend is Evo. So out in Las Vegas, there's a huge, huge, like three or four day fighting tournament. It's like uh, fighting game, tournament. fighting game tournament, not yeah. physical. fighting. No. Well, I mean, there's <laughs> there may be some physical fighting. We don't know what happens in those side rooms. <laughs> But yeah, it's a fighting game tournament. It's um, almost like San Diego Comic-Con kind of for For fighting for fighting games. And they are pretty amazing. So and there have been a couple of news leaks uh, with uh, characters or games or this, that or the other. And uh, Street Fighter V, they leaked three new DLC characters.
1: I think they've officially just announced it at this point. At this point, yeah, Yeah. probably.
0: Typically, they do when there's a leak. Yeah. Yeah. But the three characters that they picked are all returning characters from uh, past games, although one of them has never been in a Street Fighter-type game. We have E-Honda, which is one of my favorites. Yeah, good, good sumo boy. It's
1: surprising Mm -hmm. he's not already there. I know, right?
3: I know, especially since he was so big in Street Fighter 2. Yeah, he was one
1: of the OG Street Fighters. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been missing... He's been the only
0: Street Fighter 2 character that hasn't made it into the game yet. So it, it's time. To,
1: how are you supposed to cheese a 100-hand slap if That's, he's not in the game? I know, right? It's like <laughs> between that
3: and Chun-Li's kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so we have that. We have Poison
0: from Final Fight. She's also shown up in a bunch of other uh, Street Fighter games. She was,
1: uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, I think, was the last game. Cross Tekken. In. She was
0: also in 4. Uh, yeah. Pretty excited for her. Poison mm-hmm. rules. Um, fan favorite, we'll call it that. <laughs> and the other one, uh, and this one,
1: I am actually going to have to take two seconds and look up the name, so I'm vamping. It was an L, something with an L. It was Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. It is,
3: uh, yeah, that's it. But it no. car- was cartoon Lydia Dietz, though.
1: Yeah. So no, the character's name is uh, Lucia.
0: Uh, I was close. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> uh, she is one of the playable characters from Final Fight Revenge which is a side scrolling beat em up but it's set in the Final Fight universe. Is Final that Fight, the one Strip that was Fighter. on
1: like the Saturn or something weird yeah. like that? Yeah. it was.
0: Yep. So they've added her in. She t- I think she took the place of Cody from that Final Fight game. Mm. Essentially. Cuz he was
1: probably he was probably like in prison. He was in jail. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So yeah, these are all pretty interesting. I I wish there was a a wholly new character because this time last year they introduced G and (laughs) G-Rules, weird Uh. fighting president man. (laughs) Captain Planet
3: Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, basically president uh, president of the world.
0: Yeah, but you know we know almost nothing about this Lucia character, so I'll, we'll take it. That's cool. Nobody's played Final
1: Fight Revenge. Nobody, literally, does. no one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't even think the dev team
3: played Final yeah. Fight Revenge. Uh, I'm just excited for E Honda though. He he was one of my go tos back in the day. Oh yeah, between him and uh, Dalseem. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I love Final Fight. Uh, not only because the main character's name was Cody, but just because it's a rad game and it has all that, that sick lore. Yeah. <laughs> like the weird, weird Street Fighter pulls are always coming from Final Fight. Mm-hmm. I wish we would get
0: Mike Hagar in this game. Yeah,
1: th- that's been a long time coming, is Mike yeah. Hagar Mike in Street Fighter. Ha- either
0: Mike Hagar or someone from uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters, because it is a f- it is technically in the Street Fighter canon, but the only... Connecting strings is Mike Hagar as a fighter in Saturday Night Slam Masters, and his fighting partner is in Street Fighter. Plus, I guess Gunlock is unofficially Guile's brother oh. from Saturday Night Slam Masters. It, it's a wrestling game. That's a that's Ar- a,
1: an arcade. Only, or did it have a Super it Nintendo? It had a Super it Nintendo, it Nintendo a super, port.
0: Okay. It wasn't a very good port, but it had a Super Nintendo port. We're getting way into the weeds yeah. on fighting game <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and move on. Uh do you want to do a non-game
1: one? Yes, just kind of break we've, up. We've, we've been in the game with the game zone. The game The Game Zone brought to you pew, by pew, pew, pew. Extreme Bull Horn <laughs> Energy Drink.
3: Drink Surge. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: I wish. I miss All right. Surge. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> My kidneys don't.
1: I almost said Extreme Blue because I watched Clone High the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: so, yeah, so let's talk about some Netflix things. Um, so
1: in this new segment, just Netflix things, just
0: Netflix things. Yeah. <laughs> it's in like cursive, like <laughs> yeah. that script. Netflix yeah. and news. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so
0: we've been hearing rumor or not rumor so much, but like there have been a couple of uh, Nickelodeon based television movies that have been in kind of development limbo for a while now, the Rocco's Modern Life <laughs> no, movie, they,
1: not just that they've been done yeah. for a
0: while now, yeah. but the Rocco's Modern Life uh, movie and an Invader Zim movie. Well, Netflix has bought the rights to them, and <laughs> they will Ni- be airing
1: them. Since Nickelodeon apparently was not going to do anything with them, and that's crazy that they weren't going to do anything. with I them. have a theory. Okay, well, I have hear. I have the reason, but you can do your
3: theory first. Well, I think my <laughs> theory is is the fact that. Like, unlike, like, Hey Arnold, which did make it to air, uh, it's TV movie, was the fact that the era in which Zim and Rocco come from, those cartoons tend to be a bit, I think, more than what Nickelodeon wants, like, as far as, like, kind of pushing the envelope of content on younger audiences. Mm, may, yes and no. I guess
0: Rocco was one of the original Nicktoons.
3: I know, but if you, if you really get into it, it's... You know, There's some stuff in there, no, sure, yeah.
1: but... Are you ready for the real reason? Yeah, let's hear the real reason. Nickelodeon, a lot of management changed at Nickelodeon, and the new management was not into the idea at all. Oh, really? What, of bringing
3: back TV movies of beloved Nicktoons?
1: Yeah. Oh, that sucks.
3: That's, that's a bummer. stupid.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But that's why. <laughs> but, but hey,
0: that just means that Netflix can air these two movies, and we can finally watch them. This is pretty exciting stuff.
3: And Invader Zim fans can finally shut up, and Jonah Vasquez can go back to being a grump on Twitter.
1: Uh. Some kind of grumpy hermit. Yeah. I'm super, super duper excited for the Rocco one. I think it looks great. Yeah. I think I'm, it's going
3: to check all the boxes for us, like yeah. in our age range. Absolutely.
1: I'm apprehensive about the Invaders them one. Well, listen, he had to do something with the
0: character because Hot Topics aren't going to sell Gur's things for much longer. Yeah,
1: he had to keep them at least partially relevant. Yeah. I, I'm just worried that that style of humor isn't going to pulled up in oh, 2019 it's not
0: it that that style of humor was passe almost 20 years ago <laughs> if you think about it
3: man they could have like he could just put out a new comic isn't a comic there's nice. a comic oh right there's a do zim those. comic there's a zim, zim I comic and it's those. not very good so it's,
1: okay. it's okay
0: i stopped getting it it was i haven't canceled a comic midstream in a long time <laughs> I stopped getting Zim because I just... It just just, felt like eh.
1: watered down Zim. Yeah.
0: Although, I will say, I haven't watched Invader Zim in probably 15 years.
1: (laughs) I've watched it sooner than that because I loved it. And I've watched like every episode with the commentary on, on the DVD type Mm -hmm. of thing. I was a huge fan. And I'm sure a lot of it is still very hilarious. Oh, I'm sure. I just don't know if they can do it again
3: strike that lightning again yeah
0: yeah well i guess the question is if these movies do monumentally well what are the chances that they will revive the series as like a full-blown thing i know the guy who does Rocco wants to
3: i don't think zim would i don't think i I feel like i feel like jonah vasquez could probably use it as a vehicle to end the story
1: that's what i think he's gonna do yeah he's gonna put a cap on invaders then with this movie well that's
0: that's both cool and also kind of sad yeah. because the original idea was the last season of Invader Zim was going to be Dim going to the alien planet.
3: The Urken world.
0: And it was like going to be called Invader Dim. Dib. 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 Dib, Dib. See, that's, again, I haven't watched yeah. Invader Zim in so long. I can't remember the yeah, names. Well, yeah, they
1: had a lot of great... There was going to be a whole alien resistance that mm-hmm. fought the Urken, and they, they had a lot of great ideas that yeah. were...
0: Wasn't his angry um, goth sister supposed to be some kind of secret robot or something? Dad know. Yeah.
3: Knowing their dad, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that his dad, like the the level of like like paternal love he gets from his dad is like an autographed picture like saying to like my greatest fan or something like that. He's like half the time he doesn't even remember he has a son. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Membrane, Professor Membrane is one of the unsung best characters in the (laughs) series. Yeah.
0: Well, like you, like you, Cody, I am more excited for the Rocco's Modern Life movie than
1: the Invader Zim, but I'll watch both of them. Oh, yeah. Because I, why not? I'll be very excited to see the Zim movie, too. I'm just mm-hmm. worried it won't be as good as I want it to be. <laughs> yeah,
3: especially since it's already done. Because I feel like a, a vehicle on Netflix could really help Zim, maybe? But I don't know. Yeah, either that or, or it would oversaturate it too much, and then it just wouldn't be as enjoyable.
1: I don't think that Netflix's pockets are deep enough to buy either like entire franchise. Yeah, They might be able to work out a deal, with, but then they're dealing with Viacom that that pulled all their stuff off of Netflix a long time ago, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing with this, is how are they getting
1: away with that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact specifics of it, but I don't see them making a series out of this. I think we should just consider ourselves lucky we got to see it at all. We're we're getting what we get, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. We didn't have to watch a bootleg DVD that... Joan and Vasquez snuck out of Nickelodeon like <laughs> the Nickelodeon vault
3: yeah <laughs> where they keep
1: all those Double Dare episodes
3: do you think if these are popular enough if it might revitalize similar projects like if we get an all real monsters that would be awesome maybe a TV movie I'd that be would in- be awesome I'd be in for that yeah I'd be
1: interested in that just for the animation just uh-huh. to see or them do
3: uh, uh god what was name? if one? you
1: say Doug you can get out of my house
0: I was gonna I
3: was gonna say <laughs> Angry Beavers
0: okay yeah no, I'm banking on the live action Angry Beavers starring Owen Wilson and
1: Ben Stiller.
3: <laughs> Owen Wilson being a uh, uh, Norbert? Yeah. <laughs> oh knew, yeah. I knew where you were going with that. Oh this. yeah. That's oh, that's, yeah.
1: that's excellent casting.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I would be kind of, it would be kind of cool to see some of the revival of the old Nicktoons, but if they but if Nickelodeon had um, management changes and they're not interested in that kind of thing right now, I think our chances are slim and none to see any other projects.
3: I feel like a lot of Nickelodeon, like like the current culture of Nickelodeon is they're SpongeBob. Almost, well, they're <laughs> they're trying to push away from, like, like cartoons. It's all, like, live-action kids' show stuff. Like, like, it's on Disney now.
0: Vic- yeah. Victorious and the iCarlys. Although I think both of those no, shows have been of off the air for, like, canceled. 10 years.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it, they want another SpongeBob, and if something comes out, and if it's not immediately as big as SpongeBob, they're like, "Well, we can get better ratings if we just play just Sponge SpongeBob repeat." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although
0: I will say the SpongeBob live action episode is kind of exciting. Yeah. Have you seen any of that stuff where they have the uh the live the voice acting the cast? actual voice
3: actors dressed up as their characters mm-hmm.
1: as like human versions of their characters?
0: Yes, yeah.
3: super exciting. It's really funny to see, like, Clancy Brown sitting there. Like, like at first, I couldn't tell he was in a costume because he's just wearing a blue shirt and
1: jeans. (laughs) I I love SpongeBob, and I've always loved SpongeBob. When it was first on the air, I
0: could take or leave SpongeBob, but I had the opportunity where I basically had to sit and watch a lot of SpongeBob over a very short amount of time, and (laughs) it grew on me. It grew on me a lot.
3: I mean, they put out another, like, remember when I told you I had that set, the first 100 episodes? Yeah. They brought out another one called The Next 100 the Episodes. next 100 <laughs> episodes, yeah. So I have, like, the first 200 episodes of SpongeBob on DVD. It's
1: nice. The way The Simpsons is to us as crinkly old 30 year olds, mm-hmm. SpongeBob will be two generations after us.
0: So you're saying in a season or two, SpongeBob's going to get bad?
1: Uh, if it hasn't already. <laughs> uh, true. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time. <laughs>
3: Like Nicole really loves SpongeBob, and she hates she hates with a passion new SpongeBob. Really, basically for her, it's like those first like 100 episodes or so. Are well, those are the Butch Hartman ones, right? Yeah. No, is that the s- guy's name. No, no, Butch Hartman sucks. <laughs>
1: oh wait, no, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fairly, fairly odd, odd parent's guy. guy. That guy, that guy uh, Steve Hildenberg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. Wow. Yeah. Jeez.
1: It's like you meant to say Mister Rogers and accidentally said. Walter Matthau in Dennis the Menace.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, speaking of Mr. Rogers, we have time for one last news article. So there was a trailer for a new movie uh, based on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood um, and Fred Rogers. Well, it's,
1: know, a, it's a Fred Rogers biopic. Biopic, yeah. Starring Tom Hanks. Um The trailer is very, very good. It's It's very good and very moving. It's gonna make everybody cry, like the other Mister Rogers documentary. Mm -hmm. Yep, I don't usually go to movies
0: with the expressed interest of crying, but I definitely want to see this in theaters. I kind of am into this. Now, having said that, I did not really grow up with. Mr. Rogers' really, I did. I didn't watch a ton of it. I was a Sesame Street kid, and when Sesame Street was off, I TV went off. When well, it, well, no, I take that back. I guess Eureka's Castle and today's special.
3: When I was growing up,
0: man,
1: that's a Nickelodeon like really obscure pull.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: but you know what? It was on PBS when I was a kid. That's a that's like a little little bits yeah. level full, <laughs> yeah. which is the show I had completely forgotten about till I saw it on YouTube the other <laughs> day. I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no. Sesame Street,
0: Eureka's Castle, today's special, then uh, two Batman sixty six episodes back to back, and then TV went off. That was my child. That was like my pre-elementary school, like kindergarten childhood.
3: When I was growing up, and in the on the farm out in Big Island, mm-hmm. we had we had a we had an antenna on the house. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we didn't get a lot.
0: Yeah. Well, same here. I mean, we didn't get uh, cable towels in junior high.
3: Yeah, I uh. It was pretty much PBS and then whatever Fox was playing.
1: <laughs> oh, on the Fox Kids like, show where they had live action hosts. Yeah. What was her name? Susie. Patty. Susie Patty. Susie Patty.
3: <laughs> I want to say her name I was know. Susie.
1: I feel like you're right. Yeah. Because
3: I remember her being on the show until she was getting ready to have her baby. Yeah. Yeah. And you then, didn't live then, in the area. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you lived up near to Cleveland, and Yeah, got, this was
3: like straight from like Columbus Fox, yeah, like hmm. affiliate.
2: I had another lady apparently. Hmm.
0: Probably, yep.
3: yeah. Her name was Susie, and then when she left, there was a a, a, a guy and a woman co-host. very very briefly, and then they just went straight to cartoons. Yeah, yep. Yeah,
1: they they'd show off like kids fan art of Pirates of Darkwater or whatever.
3: <laughs> oh man, Pirates of Darkwater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's some uh, like that's right up there with like some like He-Man level of crap. Yeah, but,
1: that was Hanna Barbera no. though.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, but we had PBS and Fox, and I watched a lot of Mister Rogers. Mm-hmm. Though I don't, for some reason, it doesn't stick with me a lot. I, yeah, uh, it does
1: me for some reason. I don't. I really liked Mister Rogers. I didn't.
3: I, mean, I I didn't watch a lot of Sesame Street, but I apparently watched a lot of Lamb Chop. Um, I'm Lamb sorry. Chop was
0: yeah. The lamb Chop was on my sister watched a lot of uh lamb chop i'm just glad that we were both at an age where barney the purple talking dinosaur wasn't a thing see
3: that was my that was my nephew and niece after me
1: my brother was the right age for barney but he hated him really Mm-hmm. Yeah. no not interested
3: huh never, or- i never got on the thomas train either you
0: know what <laughs> i did watch some thomas the tank engine because george carlin was mr conductor right George Carlin, and then Ringo Starr.
3: Their faces were so creepy. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So creepy. That's like nightmare fuel. Mm -hmm. I think that's why, like, they keep modding Thomas the Tank Engine into into, into PC games. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, hey, we have gone over on time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us
3: each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now.
2: You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com.
1: Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV.
0: That's right. We're also on various places you can find podcasts like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. So check us out over there. Uh, We have a Patreon, patreon.com backslash nerdoverload now. If you like the show and you want to help support us, uh, you can head over there. You can actually get the episodes a couple days early, which is pretty cool and last up we have t-shirts uh we have a store page on our uh, main website you can check that out and get some cool
1: t-shirts uh wish list my game on steam i'm making a game we've mentioned it you know over time it has a steam page uh just search for believe psychic paranormal adventure on steam uh give it a wish list it really helps me out it oh. helps visibility yeah. when the, around the time it will come out definitely which...
0: I, i've played a demo it is very good <laughs>
1: Which, as of now, looking at an October release. Timely. Excellent. Yeah. Paranormal. I like it. All right. So, hey, thank you again
0: for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out.